Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Thank you to all my listeners for being here today. We are so excited, as always, to have you here. I love this hour of my week. I swear it is one of my favorite. And for those of you who know me and you've been getting to know me since April when this show started on the air and for listening on uh, my iTunes podcast, I love reinventing myself. And I am currently in the midst of another reinvention, you know, going from owning an IT company to radio host. I've been an award-winning, best-selling author. And today I have an extra special treat for you. We're going to be talking about reinvention. And I have a guest on the phone calling into the studio and somebody here in the studio with me. And these are two people that I've actually worked with since last year when I ran a Reinvention Revolution Telesummit with them. And we're putting another one together this year where we bring together all sorts of amazing speakers talking about reinvention to help you through it. And I have to tell you that having a core group of people that are all vested in the whole idea of reinvention has really helped me through those moments when I'm like, oh my God, no way can I ever do this. I need some help. It's just too scary. So I want to introduce my two guests today. Let's start with Bobby Govanis, who I personally have known for over 20 years. And after a 30-year career in retail selling everything from socks to stocks with only a computer and a plan, Bobby Gavanis launched her own small business and soon realized that she had discovered a true niche within the computer training industry. Bobby quickly grew that business from the basement of her Minnesota home by listening closely to her customers and providing customized computer training and solutions. The company eventually brokered over 1,000 high-caliber computer trainers across the United States and Canada and even served clients as far away as England, Japan, Germany, and India. She grew the company to sales of over $20 million. In celebration of these and other accomplishments, Entrepreneur Magazine recognized Bobby as their home-based business owner of the year, and Minnesota honored her as their woman in business advocate. In 2013, Bobby created the Reinvention Retreat at Sea, bringing speakers, coaches, and authors together to coach and assist attendees who want to make the rest of their life the best of their life. She published her first anthology book in 2014, and I I absolutely love this title, um, How to Pilot When We Were Raised to Be Stewardesses, Reinventing Your Life with Passion and Purpose. Bobby moved to Orlando with her husband, Gary, which is how she and I met, because we're both geeks, and um, she's going to be here talking about reinvention along with Kathleen McCarthy-Peters, who is, and I, I, I love this whole thing, Kathleen, because, you know, you don't really think of this too much anymore. She's the owner of KMP Travel, a cruise planner's American Express travel agency. I so love the fact that there are still travel agents out there that are highly successful because I am so tired of booking my own travel. That's all I have to say. Kathleen's passion is travel and the performing arts. She loves helping speakers plan transformational retreats and workshops. She was bitten by the travel bug early. She went to work on board cruise ships as both cruise staff and entertainer. She has lived, I mean, like everywhere, Europe, Mexico, Australia. Um, She's worked in the industry for over 20 years. Here's something really cool. She's had her own reinvention, which she's going to tell us a little bit about. She went from ballerina to MBA and from stay-at-home mom to advertising executive. She combines her love of travel and the arts to plan life-enriching journeys for her clients. She believes 
Love your life now and stay true to your core passion, gifts, and talents, and you will be led into amazing new opportunities where nothing from your past is wasted. I love the fact that we get to be here with two such powerhouse women who are just such a joy to be around and talk to. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. So um, let's let's start with, with Bobby. You know, you've been in my life for close to 20 years, we figured out one day. And I've seen you go from, you know, entrepreneur of the year, running your business in Minnesota, to closing all of that up, and you and your husband, Gary, moving to Florida, to Orlando, and starting a whole new business, and being the marketing maven that you are, that wasn't even enough. I I think since you've moved to Florida, you've reinvented yourself like three or four additional times, each building off of something else, and in some cases completely throwing away something that you started with, building off of your past into something new because nothing's wasted. That journey, what was that like for you? I think each iteration of my journey, whether it was when I became a commissioned lay minister in the church or when I started the reinvention retreat or, you know, becoming a vice president for a credit card processing company, um, it just depended on... uh, the passion and the opportunity at the time, and being the person that I am, I love to embrace change, um, helping myself to um, kind of feel fulfilled, not only just in the moment, but for the long term. You know, what do I see as my vision down the road? And so that being a part of change for people is what I'm really all about. So, um, you know, that's, that to me is, is very much who you are, being a part of change for people. And you met Kathleen through a lot of that being a part of change for people. Now, what exactly to you does reinvention mean? For me, reinvention is about finding what it is you're passionate about and not burying it. Um, So many times we take the job because we need one. Uh, We focus in on, you know, just the the day instead of our life. And so to discover what it is you're really excited about and then pursuing that. I mean, if you want to write, then write a blog. If you want to, you know, paint, then, you know, start with something. But do something that is in line with who you really are. Now, Kathleen, you've reinvented yourself a number of times. Do you have a similar feeling about the word reinvention and a similar definition? Similar. I think that's why Bobby and I came together probably to work on on some of these opportunities together. Uh, For me, change can be either incremental or sometimes quantum leaps, but it's still different chapters in our lives. And um, a lot of the women that I run across seem to have more defined chapters um, already set out for them and how you transition with passion and purpose from one to another is can be exciting or can be scary. So we're um, putting together help so it can be an exciting time. Well, for both of you, it sounds like you've had very clear reinventions, that there wasn't a lot of vagueness in between the reinvention, but that doesn't always happen, does it? Sometimes there's this sort of, oh my gosh, I have no idea what's supposed to happen next, and you kind of get stuck in this empty space. What would be your response to somebody who is in that space? 
Either one of you. Um, Kathleen, why don't you start? Well, it. I was laughing when you said, um, it seems like you've had definite reinventions. Believe me, when I was in the space, it felt like, oh, my God, what am I going to do next sometimes? So, you know, sometimes in retrospect, we get to see the blessings that it all, you know, all built on each other. So what I like to say to women that are in that space um, that maybe had a sudden loss, uh, whether it's a divorce or job loss or, you know, or other things going on is, number one, breathe. And and number two, it is all going to be all right. You know, you um, it, it doesn't feel like that right now, but there are resources and there are opportunities. You just haven't identified them yet. So um, don't be too scared. There is resources available and breathe. And breathe. I like that one. That's such an important part of everything we do in life. Bobby? My, I, I guess I'm a, a little bit of a challenger. <laughs> I say to people often, you know, not making a decision is making a decision. You're just letting somebody else dictate your life. So step away from things and kind of analyze. Is this really what you want? Ask yourself a question. And, uh, you know, I gave that advice to my younger brother um, who had a great job working for a defense plant, and, you know, he, but he didn't feel very called to be there. And, you know, my mother was having a nervous breakdown because he was thinking about quitting his job. And I said, you know, Mark, if you are, um, you're letting other people make your decision. And so he went and became a minister, a Methodist minister, and that's how he met his wife, and he became the, the president of the Rainbow Network, and I mean, everything happened because of that one decision. So you can never be afraid to step out. You know, I mean, if, even if you make a wrong choice, you can always turn. You know, you can always make a pivot and do something else if you decide, you know, or you learn through making that decision that it wasn't the right one. So but too many times people stop themselves out of fear and create a situation where they're, um, they're frustrated, they're unhappy, but they don't know how to fix it. And so that's when you really need to pull back and let yourself, you know, kind of digest. Is it, where, where is the angst coming from? What can I do to fix it? I love that you said the the pullback because yeah, pull so back. so often we just feel like we have to keep moving forward. We have to keep moving forward, move forward, move forward, move forward. But what you're saying is sometimes you just need to stop and pull back. And so, what are you asking yourself when you're pulling back, Bobby? The, the biggest thing I, I ask myself is where is the unhappiness coming from? You know, because a lot of times if I notice I'm dragging or people notice it on my face because I have one of those very, uh, <laughs> very cute in faces. And so they can say, hey, what's up? You know, and I'm like, I need to pull back. I need to stop for a few minutes and say, what's the best use of my time right now? What am I supposed to be doing? What are, what are, what's my real purpose in this? Um, because when I'm focused on a purpose, then I'm alive. And, you know, finding that purpose is really what it's all about, whether it's helping people save money with their credit cards or getting them practicing safely or getting somebody to figure out, hey, I really am called to be a minister. Um, that, that's a huge deal. You know, so it really makes me happy to help them identify. And the same thing happened for me. You know, I needed to pull back, and so I went, into, went to school for three years. So you just have to figure out, where your angst really is, and then you can address it. Because if you don't know, then you just keep sliding along, you know, in that rut that never seems to let you climb out of it. 
Okay, Kathleen, are, are you asking, when you're in that spot, are you asking yourself um, what particular questions we go into commercial break should somebody perhaps be thinking about? Um, I think sometimes those breaks are good chances to stop and reevaluate. Like Bobby said, where's the pain coming from? But also to see where are those little bright spots? What makes your heart sing? What brings you a moment of grace or gratitude? And that's a good starting point. So we've got two really great uh, questions going into the commercial break. One of them is, what are your bright spots? And also, where, what is that unhappiness? Where is it stemming from? What's making you uncomfortable? So during this commercial break, I'd like you to think about those two questions and jot down any notes you have. And we'll be right back with more from Bobby Gavanis and Kathleen Peters, all about reinvention. Welcome back, everyone. And we are speaking about reinvention this morning. I love this topic because when I work with my clients, I, I often get asked, you know, like, how do I move forward? What do I do? How do I figure out what my purpose is? You know, all the usual questions that people start asking themselves when either they were let go from a job or they hate the job they're at or there's some sort of life transition like a divorce or a new child or um, empty nesters. That's a big one as well. They're trying to figure out what they're meant to do. Kathleen, why do you think reinvention is such a buzzword these days? Well, I think we've come to accept that life is much, much different than it was in our parents' time, that we no longer have 20 to 40 years at one company, that the average time in a job is now four years rather than 40. Uh, The divorce rate is now at 53%. Boomers have reached retirement age, and they're not ready to go off to pasture. So they're looking for what's next and what's behind curtain number three. So I think it is a sign of the times that we live in. You know, growing up, nobody ever used the word reinvention. It was, okay, I have to get another job. You you knew what you did and you did the same thing your entire life. It was rare that you shifted careers. You know, you did a, a 180 on your career. Bobby, You've completely changed careers, although in some ways you haven't because there's aspects of what you do that have never changed. Why is it that you think reinvention is so hot a topic right now, in addition to the things that Kathleen was talking about? Because, I mean, divorce rate, 53%. I mean, that's crazy. Entrepreneurship, everybody wants to start their own business. But not everybody's successful at it. So just because you start a new business doesn't mean it's going to work. What are your thoughts on that? So obviously, I'm an entrepreneur, and I do believe it's important to um, identify and get a lot of education around that because you don't succeed without that. But really identifying your why. Um, so many entrepreneurs, don't, they want to start a job just because they don't want to be responsible to somebody else. They don't want anybody else dictating what they want. But that's not really a good why. I mean, that doesn't get you up working 40 hours a day um, or a weekend or, you know, to put in the time that's necessary to be successful. So really finding your niche and understanding that this is what motivates you is what's going to create success for you no matter if you're an entrepreneur or working for somebody else. There's been some really great books written lately about, you know, you put your time in and you go to a company and 50% of the people there are not engaged. And they, if they're only giving 50% of their selves to the organization, you know, you're 
very, very low um, productivity. You have a lot of turnover. Um, it's really all about finding out how you can keep people motivated themselves, you know, because if you hire the right way, they see the future of their company. They are part of it. They're engaged. Everybody's happier, you know. So it's, it's a key not only for a person to understand reinvention, but for a company to understand reinvention and creating an atmosphere where people can grow. We've had a couple of guests on the, the show in the past, Marlene Chisholm and uh, Patricia Knoll, and uh, gosh, there's so many to, to mention that really talk about that whole aspect of hiring the right people onto the bus and, and being a leader in your own business to make sure that you're engaging everybody. How do you know when it's time for you to reinvent? Are there some common key triggers or feelings that seem to be happening that both of you have noticed? Bobby, why don't you start? I think uh, if you hear people say, thank God it's Friday, you know, when it's, you know, or it's Wednesday, it's hump day, I'm going to make it, you know, I can see the end, you know, those are common um, ways for people to express some angst. Um, If you're personally hitting the snooze button, you know, two, three, four times instead of just popping out of bed being excited about life. Um, I think that's also one that um, really is a, a good indicator to yourself that you've got a little bit of an issue with what's going on. And then if you're seeing yourself drinking too much, resorting to drugs to get out of what, what, you're, what you're feeling, you're, bad, you're just hiding it. Um, you're hiding the stuff that is really going on. And so you need to, you know, get a coach back up, you know, like I said, I'm a, a big one for, you know, put it reverse, get out of that situation for a little bit, um, take a retreat, if you will, and kind of unwind your mind so you can figure out exactly what's causing the problem. I would add one to that as well that I've noticed with a number of people I've worked with and I've undergone myself, which is, when you're having trouble aligning your personal values and integrity with some things that are happening in perhaps the business or the career or the company that you're working for, if you just can't live with yourself with what's going on, then that sometimes is a major trigger that it's time to make a change. Kathleen, would you, uh, your thoughts on that one? Oh, I agree. And sometimes people will realize that first is they're just, experiencing some depression, you know, because they are stuffing their their values, their truth, their passion, and um, it's not in a line with a, an organization or with what's going on. And then they may do things to escape that, you know, some of the ones that Bobby talked about. And it really doesn't matter whether it's food shopping, men, or, or, or something stronger. It's that self-medication because they're not dealing with the underlying, you know, um, why? Why should I go to work? What What excites me? Where's my passion that I could really contribute uh, passionately? <laughs> and it's true. It is so much about passion. Now, Bobby, you created something that I think is very unique. I mean, there's constant uh, seminars. There's books out there on on reinvention, finding a new career. What color is my parachute? Is you know the staple for the, the career industries. What made you create a cruise? The, I really, you know, thought about all the things that are currently popular, like a one-day seminar or, you know, a 
Friday night, Saturday kind of a thing. But I also have tons of that stuff in my repertoire. And I bring the folder home, and it sits on my desk for a few weeks, and then it goes into the bookshelf, and then I never touch it again. So what I got to thinking about was the fact that in retreat, in, you know, in my Catholic life, um, I got the most benefit from unplugging. You know, I turn my phone in, my watch in, and, you know, any contact with the outside world when I would go on a weekend or a week-long retreat. And how, how could I approximate that in this life? Because I didn't think too many people would do that, except on a cruise ship, because you really can't keep up with the outside world um, if you, you know, unless you want to pay through the nose for, <laughs> for um, Wi-Fi or phone connection. So... I thought, well, that's a good way to do that. And, you know, besides the fact that all the meals are taken care of, everything is, you know, all in one package, and being able to socialize and understand and create something with other people that are on the same journey is what retreating is all about. You know, you need some sounding boards. You need a somebody to bounce things off and so it just seemed like a natural um, natural way to do it and so uh, Kathleen and I put our heads together and said yeah let's you know create this and figure out the ways that we can um, bring people together and so I invited speakers to come and we end up with you know between 15 and 20 speakers um, for each retreat depending on the topics and the focus that they bring to the party and so that we can complete um, an opportunity for somebody that comes on the ship, that has that angst, that wants to figure out what's going on in their life, we can help them. I love that you talked about unplugging for it. And we're going to have to go into the news break in a moment. I also know that you have to head out because you're heading to um, a big event that you're involved with momentarily. But Kathleen's going to be here with us. And we're going to talk more about the reinvention retreat at sea and how you can uh, take some steps right now for your own reinvention. We'll be right back after the news break. Okay, we are back after the news break. Oh, my God. I really, we need to get cameras in here or I just need to start recording the breaks because the conversations are absolutely fascinating and Shane's got a smirk on his face right now. Kathleen and I were just talking and Bobby had to drop off as, as I mentioned. We were just talking about reinvention and the question came up, is it a, in order to fully step in to the reinvention and have it be successful or move forward, is it a letting go that needs to happen or a bringing in? Kathleen, thoughts? Well, I think it's both, but I think the letting go has to come first. You know, I just have this visual of us with tight, clenched fists, you know, and you really can't receive anything till you open your hands, you know. So metaphorically, until we can let go of some of the, whether it's fear, um, preconceptions about how how you make money in this world or in business. Uh, you know, technology is, is moving ahead at light speed. It's reshaping business. It's reshaping the way we do social lives. So there's opportunities we don't really even understand yet. And if we're too close down and, and with old ideas or old fears, then it's kind of hard for that alignment to happen and um, or the right people or ideas to come into our life. So I think that's why Bobby and I have really embraced this idea of going away 
to unplug, um, to have a little downtime, you know, just to take us out of that everyday, day-to-day life struggles, good, bad, so that we can hear something new or um, sit on our rock and think, that's my thing. It's a, it's my visual sitting, you know, sitting in the sand on the beach, you know, with nothing around as kind of my emptying out place. So that's the letting go piece. So it's sort of in the quiet when you stop, you feel that you can get potentially that letting go because you can't even begin to imagine what needs to be slothed off, what needs to be let go or what needs to come in unless you can get quiet and stop. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if you read all of the books and and a lot of the tools that are out there, some part of it has a self-evaluation place. And that has to be kind of done in quiet. It's not a beating ourselves up, what's wrong with us kind of place. It's what, you know, it's assets and and um, debits, so, you know, assets and defects. You know, what are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? And to have kind of a, a quiet space to do that in is, I think, a first step of letting go. What are some resources that you feel have been useful in helping the whole reinvention process? Well, mine has been, my two big ones have been education and other people, encouragers that have gone on before. And uh, that can be from books. And funny enough, you named one of the first ones I ever read, which I think was, you know, What Color's Your Parachute, uh, which has been out a long time. But, you know, also I know that... um, I think that your book, you know, What Would a Wise Woman Do, Asking the Right Questions Along the Way, has been very helpful. Well, thank you. And um, Bobby's as well, you know, in, in terms of reshaping the way women think when we come to different stages with her book on, you know, how to pilot our lives when we were raised to be stewardesses. It's kind of a uh, fun kind of quirky shift on uh, on old thoughts and old old stereotypes. So, you know, big believer in books. If that's, you know, what you can do first, um, knowledge isn't a bad way to start. Uh, For me, it's though also having, asking other women that have gone before me or women that I respect, not for a job, but just tell me about how you got to be a radio announcer at this stage of your life, you know, what, and finding what obstacles they overcame, what um, fears they had, what encouragement they had, um, I think is very helpful for us. Um, maybe it's just a woman thing, but I don't think so. I think everyone needs encouragement and, and guidance from those that have come before. I couldn't do it without my mentors, without my friends, some of them who I just need them to listen to me as I vent and lose it and make no judgment about it. And other ones who are like growth friends who go, all right, enough of that. Let's talk about what you're going to do next. And one of the, one of my mentors and friends um, was just on the show recently, actually two of them, Wendy Lipton Dibner talking about focus on impact, who her book just released. And she's been three weeks on the national bestseller list with her book, focus on impact. And also Steve Olsher who wrote the New York times bestseller. What is your, what those tools are so great in order to help you figure out what it is. I mean, I, I love the idea of the retreat at sea, but what do you do in order to sort of begin that process when you're at home? 
I've done strength finders. Have you done that one as well? Are there other tools that you've seen? There are some other tools, and one that actually, that's a good point, because we're going to start the whole cruise off with one of those tools. It's called the Passion Test, and we have a facilitator because we've brought so many great resources in, and we've got, you know, several areas, you know, that everything from um, if you want to make changes in your career or your personal life, um, become an entrepreneur. There's so much there that if people are unsure, that's going to seem overwhelming. So the very first step that we're going to do is use a tool to help people narrow down where is their passion right now. You know, at this point in their life um, and after a three-hour facilitated session, they will have, you know, kind of a roadmap and then they can prioritize, you know, what they want to participate in in the weekend. And then it becomes, you know, a building on and a gaining knowledge rather than a throw everything at you and see what sticks, which can just overwhelm people and then they leave and put the book on the shelf. That's really important to understand where you're at now because maybe you were reinvention five years ago or an area of your life you want to change. This We can take reinvention down to its basic level. It's change, right? But people get freaked out over the word change So reinvention is sort of a nicer way (laughs) to think about change. But change doesn't just have to be in your career. It can be in your personal life. It can be in your spiritual life. It could be in your physical life. Uh, One of the cruise speakers is Elizabeth Finney. And she was on the show and she talked about planning your physical future. And I love that where she talked about exercise as a gift to your body. And my listeners know I'm going through a number of health challenges right now. So I'm trying to do a physical reinvention. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out what I need to let go of mentally around that, but I'm actually going to be talking to another cruise speaker who I interviewed for the summit that we're doing, Renee Brent, who's mm-hmm. a hypnotherapist, to help me get through to the unconscious mind and get rid of some of the, because I am an engineer by degree, that logical mind that keeps getting in my way of some of it. Um the passion test is, is fantastic. I think it really helps people see what their current thing is. On a personal note, though, I have a question for you. I mean, you've gone through so many yourself. Going from a ballerina to an MBA, you, you have to share a little bit about what was going through your mind and physically what was happening for you when you went through that. Because it's such a dramatic change. Yes, that was one of those quantum leaps changes. It wasn't something that I instigated. It was um, a divorce, unemployment, returning to the United States. Um, it was kind of one of those cataclysmic ones where you're, you're kind of in so much emotional shock that you can't even really think about anything except that kind of fear-based, oh, I have to get a job. But fortunately, um, you know, it just takes a while to go through those legal and processes and move and everything. And um, And in that space, um, I had uh, a couple of encouragers. You know, one was counseling. I think that can be a tool for some people. Another was women that have known me for a very long time that were able to point out some um, strengths that I had that – Um, that I didn't recognize because in my mind, I had spent 13 years of my life as a professional dancer. I had geared my whole development towards that. That's what I was about. That's how I defined myself. And you still have the posture of a ballerina. (laughs) I I, I don't know if you noticed, but I just sat up straighter. (laughs) See, we can encourage each other. (laughs) 
Continue. But uh, so it was actually uh, one of my best friends from third grade, uh, grew up on Navy bases together, that pointed out to me that I was more than just a dancer. You know, when I ended up in Mexico, um, I was I opened an art gallery for a local artist in a uh, hotel studio and ran that. And she said, do you enjoy that? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's not work. That's fun. You know, encouraging the arts, talking to people. I love She goes, actually, that's called marketing in your very good at it. You may just want to find out more about that. That isn't even a word I'd heard before. You know, I was a performing arts degree, and now that she's talking about business terms and that I may have some talents that could translate to a whole nother area. And those are kind of some of the new thoughts that um, that took other people to bring in um, and um, took other people to bring into my consciousness. And, you know, if I'd had some more of those tools, and maybe I would have got there faster. But as it turned out, uh, I ended up going back to school uh, and um, learning more about marketing, sales, brand development. And that excited me and was also creative, innovative, problem-solving and launched that next career, which was a lot different than ballerina. Yeah, very, very different. But yet you managed to merge the two which is what I think is so cool about both you and Bobby, how your reinventions, you thought outside the box of reinvention, which is I don't have to throw away everything from my past. How can I use the best of all of those things in a way that honors me now? Despite what other people say, you know, I graduated with this MBA and um, they were, was told that I was a very atypical candidate. And a lot of corporations were not open to a ballerina with an MBA. They thought I wouldn't fit their corporate culture. And they were probably right and did me a favor, but it (laughs) felt like rejection at the time and felt like I needed to hide that part of my life. But that isn't true at all when you find the right fit. And I found a company that really valued creativity and analytics. And it was a match made in heaven and that I was really able to bring things to their organization and give them a perspective um, that they were really looking for in the hospitality entertainment industries. I love that. That is such a perfect, perfect segue into, um, you know, the the next question that I have. And we're going to be going into commercial break. But... For yourself, do you find that you're constantly questioning yourself around what's next or with your current career, what are you asking yourself to see if if there's some shifts or change? Well, my current career all but disappeared as an industry, as you know, when the Internet came out. Travel agencies kind of from about the 90s on just almost disappeared. Um, The industry completely restructured and changed with Expedia Travelocity. So this is kind of an industry that has reinvented itself and is now based on service and concierge service, which is a whole different model. I love new models, but also at the same time, it can be really frightening. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be speaking more with Kathleen Peters. Bobby Govanis had to leave to go to um, an event that she is part of out in Orlando. We're going to be talking about reinvention and a little bit more about the reinvention retreat at sea and some resources you can get. We'll be right back after the commercial break. We've had a couple of people, Kathleen, asking uh, me via um, email and, and Twitter and stuff for more information about 
the Reinvention Retreat at Sea. We've mentioned a number of resources that you can use, the Passion Test, some books you can read. Um, mine, thank you for that, by the way. Uh, Steve Olsher's book, What Is Your What? Wendy Lipton-Dinner, Focus on Impact, a number of other books that are out there. It, there's a lot of speakers that are going to be on this cruise. I mentioned Elizabeth Finney. Um, we've got Ann Leach talking about uh, how you can reinvent yourself through grief. I, I This one surprised me. I have a friend that just ended a business partnership and she said, I don't understand. I, I feel like somebody died. And I said, somebody did. That's a grieving process and it's okay. And Ann Leach is going to take people through the grieving process. Um, who are some of the other speakers and, so that we can answer the questions of the people that have asked and how do they find out about the cruise itself? And I know I love this. You and Bobby have made a special offer for the people listening to the show. So when they call you, all they have to do is say, I heard you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so talk about some of the other speakers that are going to be there. Well, we actually, as I mentioned, the Passion Test, we are bringing on a certified uh, facilitator, Anita Torres, who has done this for many years and brings just her own expertise to that to get the whole weekend started off right. And in addition to Ann Leach, we really have four areas. You know, we said... Um, Business, and that's if you're in an executive position and want to grow teams or, you know, grow in a corporate environment. But we also have a business track for entrepreneurs or is it time to start your own business and how does that work? Um, a big section of personal because, you know, we can no longer separate our personal lives from who we are and, and how we act during eight hours of the day um, and how important that is that, you know, our purposes and values at least are aligned up between the two. And the fourth one is spiritual, and, and that freaks some people out. And, you know, I always tell them that's not religion. Uh, spiritual, we have speakers that will be both East and West. Um, it's more about you connecting with a source bigger than yourself. It is not about uh, theology or religion. So we will have some meditation. We have a yogi traveling with us. We're going to do a little yoga on the beach. And and we have a series of speakers in all those different areas. And you have uh, Romy Mushtag? Yes, Dr. Romy Mushtag. She is our yogi. She's also a board-certified neurologist and has an um, integrative medicine certification from the Institutes of National Health in D.C., who's finally come around to understand we've got to integrate traditional Western medicine with an Eastern philosophy. And since she is an M.D., uh, she gets to wear both hats, and she has a very unique perspective on mindset matters and how our mindset affects our health and well-being. Now, how does somebody find out about the, the cruise if they're interested in participating on it or reaching out to some of the speakers? I know we have a summit coming up that I've been interviewing. This I love interviewing people. It's so much fun for me. I take pages and pages of notes when I talk to people on for these summits. That's not up yet. So if you want to tweet to at the Laura Stewart and let me know that you want to know when the summit is up. I'll be tweeting about it as soon as we get the pages up, and it should be up any day now. But how about the retreat? How do the people inquiring find out? The retreat itself, you can either call me, Kathleen Peters, at KMP Travel. Uh, if you have any questions, and that is 407-951-8485. And repeat that one more time. 407-951-8485. And you can talk to a live person, but we also have a retreat website. Get your pencils. It's a little long, but it is www.re, 
www.re-inventionconvention.com. And say that one more time. www.re-inventionconvention.com. And that's going to be up on the it's all about the questions.com website as well. And we'll have links over to the page because for those of you who are driving your cars, I really, really, really don't want you to get into an accident because that's not a reinvention that I want you to have. So uh, exactly. <laughs> so in a nutshell, if you're even thinking about it, the dates of the actual uh, retreat at sea are January 21st through 25th, 2016. So that is a long weekend departing from Tampa on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. So we've got a premium cruise line, Tampa to Cozumel, and we will have um, 40 to 50 people also on the same path. Uh, of looking at reinvention and key areas of their lives. And I just think that the Telesummit would be a great way for people to get uh, a short introduction to some of the speakers because they are phenomenal speakers that uh, Bobby has pulled together and all have an interesting take in different fields. So there'll be something for everyone there, whether you're a head learner or a heart learner. Um, and the Telesummit would be a great way to get a little preview into their subjects. It- one of the things that I love about you and Bobby is you recognize that not everybody can perhaps make a cruise, that they can't, they may not be able to because of whatever is going on in their life. They can't get away. So by doing the summit, you've enabled people to get a taste of it and begin their own reinvention now because cruise isn't until January anyway. But for those that want to take the next step, you made the prices very affordable for somebody to do this. And you have people bringing their families as well on on the cruise because they maybe couldn't get completely away. They didn't have somebody to care for the kids or whatever. So they just decided to take it all in. And, and the one member that's part of the retreat is going to sit in on some of the sessions or do the yoga on the thing. Or they have also, last year we had a mother bring her college-age daughter. You know, what interesting chapters they were both at. One was facing empty nests. The other was about to graduate from college and was a little stressed out about career choices. Um, My husband came, and uh, mainly because it was his um, birthday weekend and I couldn't (laughs) leave him at home. But he actually went to some of the speakers and really enjoyed it. So sometimes couples can actually use that as a springboard um, for conversations in their relationship. It was actually very interesting um, who who people chose to bring with them. I don't think reinvention can happen in a vacuum. I think that you need to have, from my own personal experience, people around you that are going to support you. And sometimes what happens when you're beginning the thought process around reinvention, people that you thought were supportive really aren't because they're afraid of you making a change because of how it impacts them or it's their own fears coming up. So as some closing, a closing thought, Kathleen, what do you say to somebody who is starting a reinvention and everybody around them is getting angry? Wow, that sounds familiar. Uh, (laughs) Usually anger is fear, and sometimes it'll come from those closest to you. My family panicked when I returned to the United States unemployed and wanted me to do something quick and safe. You know, I was good at math. Become an accountant. Get your CPA. You'll be good. That just would have been a nightmare for um, a creative ballerina dancer. So, um What my thought is, is you need to stop talking to the people that are most negative. 
It's just their fear, but you really need to make an effort to talk to people that can take the bigger view, that can encourage you, um, that have gone on before you. I love that. So stop talking to the negative people. Find some positive people, but find people who are really going to tell you the truth. Um, If you're thinking about what is your next step, perhaps the reinvention retreat at sea that Bobby and Kathleen are putting together will help you move forward, and that's re-inventionconvention.com, where you can reach Kathleen at 407-951-8485. And um, I'm also here at The Laura Stewart. Remember, reinvention is all about the questions you're asking yourself, so ask the right questions, because the right questions truly can change your life. So why don't you tweet to at The Laura Stewart and let us know what your reinvention is beginning to look like and let us know if you have any questions because we're here to support you in any way possible that's why i'm here enjoy the podcast remember to mention the radio show if you call kathleen because she's got some extra bonuses and discounts for anybody that has listened to the show and is interested in the cruise we'll talk to you soon have a great day everyone and remember truly the right questions can change your life You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.